0: Inspiration. Inspiration, now in session. Inspire guys, inspire guys people. The podcast. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a shelf. We going higher and higher. Let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggled to dream Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your jeans But was in them was denim, I guess what's in them is in them There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's What's up, people? I am your host, Jay will And I would like to welcome you To inspire God's people, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. It's been such a great journey so far on this podcast. I've enjoyed every week kicking it with y'all, man. Like when I just think about, you know, when I first started this thing, it was like, yo, let's just get to the next week. Let's let's get to to the week after that. And I think I had like a twelve week, you know, uh, cushion I was giving myself like. All right, gonna give you twelve weeks to make something out of this, and if you don't, we stopping. And here we are, at episode eighty-eight, which is really like our ninety-eighth episode overall, um, but it's episode eighty-eight anyway. Um, I got a lot of new listeners, a lot of new people. You know, we a couple years into this thing, and I was like, let me take a step back. And I've been thinking a lot about the journey, y'all, and just like how we got here. I think that's happening because we are coming up on. Episode 112 weeks. So I think that's why my mind is starting. You know how you like sometimes when you're running, you don't think about it, and then you you're coming up on a milestone and it, it causes you to like step back and think. So this is something I've been wanting to do for a minute now. I want to like just go back and revisit a couple episodes. This is not a best of episode, because it's not necessarily saying these are the best episodes or the top episodes. But I just want to go back and visit a couple moments. Especially for the people who, like, let's say if you jumped in on episode 78 or 68, and, you know, you're lazy, so you didn't go back to episode one, two, three. We had some dope stuff going on back then. What's wrong with you? And if you were there, you've been with me since the beginning, maybe you forgot about some things that we've been through. You know, it's been a couple years, and I'm one of those people that's like, I don't like to just, if it's a good book, I don't want to read it just once. I need to read it again. So you might need to hear some of this stuff again. We just going to do some clips. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what this is going to be called. Inspire Guys People Highlight Show. Nope, I don't like that. You know, I typically name the show at some point while I'm in the conversation talking. I say something or something happens or Lavelle or a guest says something. And it's like, yep, that's the name of the show. I don't know what the name of the show is yet. But let's go back down memory lane and visit episode one. Everything that I'm going to talk about. On this whole podcast, for however long it lasts, it's just like lotion. Listen, lotion in a bottle, it's a beautiful thing. They put little stickers on it, little labels. They put all the words on there soothes dry skin, relief 24 hours a day, cocoa butter, shea butter. They put all that stuff on it. You go buy the lotion and bring it home. But guess what? If you don't take that lotion, And rub it on them ashy ankles and apply it to them elbows that lotion means nothing it loses its value right it's like the whole purpose of lotion is to is to to lather you up and to make you look all shiny and smooth and glisten right if you take lotion and rub it on a steak you're using lotion all wrong in like defeating the purpose. Ah, there we defeating the purpose. Speaking in the accent again, that's how I felt, why I started this, how I got to where I am today. Why did I start something? It's because each and every day walking with the Lord, reading the word, praying, trying my best to live for the Lord, I find that I get closer. And closer to my purpose. I'm that bottle of lotion that each day is just walking. And every day I'm realizing oh, I belong on ankles. I belong on ashy elbows because I make ashy elbows glisten. You start something when you find your purpose. You know what my purpose is? I just found my purpose two years ago. Inspire God's people. Yo, did y'all enjoy that trip down memory lane? Back to episode one. When I was talking about starting with purpose, right? This podcast was built on the foundation of Inspire God's people. And when you operate in purpose, that just simply means you do with something what it was created to do. That's why I was talking about lotion, because lotion was created for your ashy self. And I don't want to put lotion in places where it don't belong. Nobody puts lotion in a gas tank, bro. It doesn't make sense. The gas is going nowhere. So what am I saying? God created you with a purpose. He created me with a purpose. When we do what we're supposed to do, when we do what we were created to do, we are like lotion on ashy elbows. But when we do what we are not supposed to do, we are like lotion in a gas gas tank. I could talk. So the question is, which one are you? Are you walking in your purpose? Or are you doing something you ain't got no business doing? That was fun. Now let's find another clip from another episode. And let's see what I was talking about. You got a cousin named Jimmy. Jimmy is always late Jimmy ain't never been on time He late to the birthday party Jimmy late to church He late to dinner Jimmy just always late Guess what? We're starting to develop Jimmy's brand Jimmy is always late It's what he does consistently It doesn't matter if Jimmy was on time one time well, good for you, Jimmy. Guess what? Your brand is still that you're late because you're not on time consistently. You're late consistently. That's your entire reputation. Ah, there's a word reputation. Your reputation is an extension of your brand. Everyone knows this about you. If someone says, Hey, do you want Jimmy to come pick you up at work? Now you know Jimmy, you like oh man, I get off at five. Tell Jimmy I get off at four. Why? Cause you know Jimmy gonna be late. If you tell Jimmy five o'clock, you are gonna be out there. You be better off just going ahead and hitting the Uber for that one. I'm gonna just be real with you. Go ahead and hit the Uber if if Jimmy picking you up for work. Why? Because Jimmy has a reputation. Now here's the interesting thing about your brand and your reputation. We as human beings have this desire, this internal desire to be consistent. Okay, I'll prove it to you. We all know someone with a nickname that's based on their whole personality. That person that's that grew up in your neighborhood beating everyone up, they call him Big Boy Bobby, who was just beating everybody up. I bet it was sometimes Big Boy Bobby didn't wanna fight. But Big Boy Bobby had a brand, and his brand was he would beat the brakes off you. There is no stopping. Big boy Bobby. It was some days he went to school and he was probably tired. He like I didn't get to sleep last night that much, but you know what? I'm Big Boy Bobby, and I see some breaks and I need to beat him off. So you know what he did? He beat people up in school. This is his brand. What I'm telling you is that a lot of us are walking around here with a brand and we don't even know it. The reason you need to know your brand is because we need to put some purpose behind some of the things. That make you who you are And we also need to maybe change some things in our brands You get what I mean? There are some things about me That I don't want to be a part of my reputation or my brand So I had to start changing those things As my brand started being on purpose With purpose With the goal of lining up with who God wants me to be Not just who I want to be Not my selfish ambition, right? It's about Walking in your purpose and living a successful Christian lifestyle. Lifestyle, yo, we took it back to episode two with that one, dude. Hey, that's one of my favorite little stories that I've told on the show. Like, I just made that up out of nowhere. Big boy Bobby beating the brakes off you. <laughs> Look, because the reality of it is this like, the whole point of that story was about number one, being aware that you have a brand, number two. Being aware that your brand might need to change, like you might to, uh, need to change your brand to make sure it aligns with the Bible. I think it's something as Christians that we struggle with more and more because we're getting our brand education and identity from the world. So we're just bra- basing our brand on like the technical things um, from an industry perspective that you need to be uh, to do to be pers- uh, successful. So it's like, oh, I have a podcast. If I'm looking at all the podcasts in the world and I'm trying to figure out what's my branding going to be, then I might do something like where they say like controversy sales. So it might be like, okay, cool. I'm going to build my brand around controversy or, you know, being just like doing hot takes, saying stuff that's super wild and far off and getting attention. And it's like, well, I know that that worked just like sex sales, right? Sex sales. So when you watch movies or TV or whatever, they try to have people dress in a certain way and doing things because they know that's going to get attention. Well, if you're getting your branding advice from the world, the problem is it starts conflicting with who you are as a Christian. So if you rock with this show, we are about building authentic brands, even starting internally with ourselves, is like inspire God's people. I've strived for now 88 episodes or 88 plus episodes to literally inspire God's people every single time. That's the goal. That's the brand, to be authentic. But the problem with us becomes we are authentic to the world, but the scripture, the Bible, the righteous lifestyle just becomes a tattoo that we put on our arm or a meme that we post on our page. I could do all things through Christ. But is it really a lifestyle? Because big boy Bobby was beating the brakes off people. That was a way of living for him. You know you got that cousin that stay in the club or the cousin that just get wild instantly. Like, you could be at a two-year-old birthday party and this cousin is going to be wild and loud. Well, the thing is, cool, that's their brand. They are staying true to who they are. Like, if you know Leslie gonna get wild and she get wild, it's like Leslie is being authentic. So really, you can't be mad at her for that. Because it's like, yo, she just doing what we know she do. You got that cousin that steals stuff. If homie's stealing, he being consistent. The real question is for us believers. Are we consistent? Are we who we said we were? Is it deeper than just... Oh, a religious cliche quote. Is this thing really a lifestyle? Am I really trying to inspire God's people or do I really just want to, um, you know, fake it till I make it and then really get it, sign a major deal and never talk about God again. Those are the questions you got to ask yourself. We need to be authentic in our branding. Woo! yeah. We look so for the sidebar for the people who hadn't gone back and listened to episode one and two, you better go. I'm hoping I'm giving you a reason to go back and listen because you planned me if you started at episode 16 and you didn't go back. I want you to know that. You plan me and you plan yourself at the end of the day. All right, let's find something else to play, man. This is, a, this is cool, right? This is something I've been wanting to do for a long time before we get to episode 100. Because I don't want this to be the 100th episode, because I feel like that's kind of cliche, like, oh, episode 100, oh, let's do the best of. Oh, yeah, he's going to do the best of show. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the best of show. What would it feel like to be in failure and not know it was failure? So what would it feel like to be living what is a failed life, but because you haven't defined it as failure? You can't even recognize that you're not where you're supposed to be. It's kind of like when you grow up in the hood, like, you know, it's the hood, you know, certain streets like, oh, no, don't go down that street because this where that gang is at and that's where this gang is at and you got on the wrong colors and you don't need to walk down that street. When you define failure, it kind of keeps you away from failure. It's kind of like, oh, yeah don't go past that line right there because that line is failure. And if you're in that line, you're drowning. We need a lifeguard. We need help. Don't be in failure and just chilling and acting like everything is okay and you're dying. You're drowning. You know what I'm saying? Things are going bad. Mayday, mayday. It's going down. You get what I'm saying? It's all type of examples that pop in my head, but you know how I get. I got to stop myself before I end up somewhere over the deep end with my next example. You get the point. Define failure. Oh boy, that was from episode four, which is entitled Victoria's Secret Failure. That's a top 10 episode, by the way. So is episode one. I guess I should call that out as I get to the top 10 most downloaded episodes ever. But anyway, episode four, man. Defining failure is super important. You know, and when you think about it, I think the reason some people struggle to define failure is really because we like lying to ourselves sometimes. Like, rock with me. We lie to ourselves because it's like, mm, maybe we think if I don't call something a failure, then it's not a failure. But really, by not defining it as failure, you leaving yourself open to be able to walk into it again. Cause think about this: if something is good in your mind, you like. Oh, that's good. I want to do it again. Okay, let me make it simple for you. Catching a flat tire. Let's say you were driving and you failed because you made an incorrect U-turn and your tire bust, right? That's failure on you. But if you just blame everybody else, like, oh yeah, it was that car over there, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you didn't have to do an illegal turn, bro, regardless of what was happening. And because you did an illegal turn, your tire bust. Now, if you take ownership of the failure and define it as such, then the next time you're in that situation, you will try to prevent doing that same thing. But some people continue to make the same mistakes over and over and over again because they're not telling themselves that that's a mistake. So, look, I believe you know what's best. I do. I believe that it's like just naturally in us that God put the desire for righteousness in us. And when we're doing wrong, we know it. And when we fail, we know it. But we just want a lot of ourselves. So I'm telling you right now, man, like figure out what those failures are in your life and define them. I'm not saying put them on Facebook. I'm not I'm not telling you to put it on a billboard for everybody to see. This is for you. We need to define our failures. So that we can go away from them and walk towards our success. And you gotta listen to that whole episode because I talk about Roy Raymond. For anybody out there who doesn't know who Roy Raymond is, he's the guy that created Victoria's Secret. But he had a huge failure and ended up committing suicide. And you can find out the details of that by traveling on down yourself on your own time back to episode four. Victoria's Secret, Failure. Again, a top 10 episode, so I think it's worth listening to. Let's find something else to dig into. This is good stuff, ain't it? Stop playing with me. This is really, really good. The mindset of a millionaire is actually more valuable than a million dollars. A lot of things I say sound a little off when you first hear it, until you take a step back and think about what I'm actually saying. I think we have it backwards. I think society is teaching us to chase money and have the desire to be a millionaire. I think what really will help us, help our economy, our personal economy, our situation in our homes, is to chase the millionaire mindset. I have carefully thought about this and done a lot of reading on this topic and a lot of research, and I came to the conclusion that it is the millionaire mindset. That can change your lives financially even more than that of the actual money. Because why? Money doesn't solve a money problem. You feel what I'm saying? Like, everybody got the stimulus check when it came out a few years ago. Everyone gets their taxes back and all of those type of things every year. But the same individuals are also broke every single year. And I'm just sitting back thinking: like, why is money Not solving the money problem is because it's not the actual tangible resource or asset of money that will change your life. It is the mindset. Let me speak for myself. I'm not pointing fingers. I grew up in poverty and that's not a knock on my community, my household or anything like that. I had to realize that as much as I love my community, as much as I love my family, we have a poverty mindset. And I didn't start being delivered from that mindset until I first realized that, yo, this is a personal thing. This is something that, in the way I'm thinking, that's causing me, for instance, to live check to check. Like, we joke about dodging bill collectors and those type of things. And it wasn't until I started thinking differently about those things and taking some of these principles from millionaires. And I'm talking self-made millionaires. There's a lot to learn from a self-made millionaire because they went through what? A process. They went through a process. Pra- 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 <laughs> Yo, that was episode seven entitled The Millionaire Mindset. Now, look, I said a couple of things in there. I want you to think about something as we're going back through memory lane. Mem- 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 I can talk as we're traveling back through memory lane on this podcast. Think about this. This show was over 90 weeks ago. You get what I'm saying? And so, This is why I be telling y'all, I talked about the stimulus check from back in the day, from some years back in episode seven. And look at how time is where we enter the season of another stimulus. Now we entered a pandemic, all of those things. Here's what I want you to think about as I'm talking to you through these shows. These are not just entertainment. As you see It might be entertaining. You know, I'm an entertaining guy. You know, rock with me. You know, this is what we do. But what I'm saying is that I'm giving you information. Now, imagine for the people back 90 weeks ago who started to apply the millionaire mindset, right? Who started to to solve their money issues in their mind. Those people were in a much better situation when things like this pandemic came up because we were already talking about it. Don't take for granted the honking horn. What do I mean by that? Most people don't respond to the honking horn. They respond to the car crash. The problem is, by the time the car's crash, it's too late. The reason they were blowing the horn is because you were switching your lane too too quickly. And if you would have responded to the horn, you would have prevented more issues, more damage. What am I saying? Try to get your issues solved before we're in another pandemic, before you lose your job, before things go wrong. Start thinking about it now. How can I adopt the millionaire mindset when things are going well? When you're getting the extra unemployment or stimulus check or whatever, like, let's use these funds correctly this time. Let's stop blowing money. Some of us are so addicted to money, we can never have it That like when I really think about it, it's like sometimes people are broke because they just can't handle money. Like they just they addicted to it. They just addicted to spending it. And so anyway, the millionaire mindset, that was another great show. I don't think it's a top 10 show, though. I got to double check that one. That one doesn't stand out as a top 10 show, maybe top 15 or 20, though, because it did do really well. But nevertheless, you know what I'm saying? You need to check that out if you want to get your mind right. Let's see what else I got for you.
1: I'm exhausted. This is a first. I'm tired. So, you? my wife and I got married fairly recently. It was just her and I. We don't have any children, so we're just kind of enjoying life, married life together, enjoying each other. Then maybe two months into the marriage, you see this cute little cat outside.
0: Oh, this story's going to be bad.
1: Cat runs up to my wife and meows at her. Mmm. My wife says, Oh my gosh, she is so cute. Can, can we feed her? You said no, right? I said, absolutely not.
0: That's the man right there.
1: I said, if you feed it, we didn't know it was hurt. If we, if you feed it, it will never go away. Amen. Put my foot down. It's a real
0: man right there. As a man. It's a real man. She fed it anyway. Uh, okay. That's a real woman right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real woman.
1: Oh, so she feeds this cat. And it, of course, now it comes around all the time. <sighs> I'm scared to say this because I know you're going to. I'm about to go off on you. You're gonna do it anyway, somebody's <laughs> gonna say it. I, I let the cat in the house. Wow. It came in and it was looking around and it was like, oh, okay, I like this. I like this place. And uh long story short, the cat was pregnant. Oh my goodness. We had no idea. So now we have this cat that's on the inside and it's pregnant, and then it has babies. Thank God it only had two because normally apparently cats have one of their litters or whatever is like seven or eight. Wow. So she had two. So she had were were those twins? They they were not. Uh they actually came one after the other. You can kinda tell now. But it was funny, man, because once she had the babies, twins, she man. she co- totally changed. Mm. Um the, the cat changed. Her her name is Abigail. And uh we sounds we, like we, a human name. Well, I'm gonna tell you why. So we we named her Abigail because my wife wanted to, you know, she said if we ever have children, I want to you know, she wanted to name our daughter Abigail. And mm-hmm. I said, well, honey, um, we're, we're black, you know. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I've never met a, a black Abigail before, so
0: no. First of all, you're not 100% <laughs> black, so let's let our viewers out there um, know that. They'll... Hey, most of them have never seen me. So. Exactly. So for those of you who think that Lavelle is some, <laughs> yeah, he, he's not fully black himself. So I, I have no idea why he said that, but go ahead.
1: Well, because of the name. I was like, no way we named it. I said, we named the cat Abigail. So we named the cat Abigail. And when, when Abby first came in, she was super sweet. We, You know, she was just rubbing up. You know, she just was 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 awesome, right? Once she had the babies, she became really overprotective. She would not let us come around the babies. And then, get this, her and my wife got into it. Like,
0: Your wife is now arguing with this cat.
1: They got into it because... She hid the babies behind our dresser, and Kenya was at the dresser getting dressed, and I guess Abigail thought that she was messing with the babies, and she ran over there and bit her. So my wife was like, "I don't like her no more." And she's just going through this this whole thing. My whole point is, we started off with just my wife and I, and now we have three cats, and those babies grew up so quick, and it it got me thinking, like. Sometimes you could take something innocent in, Mm. but later on,
0: end up regretting the decision decision. that you made. Man, Sin had a baby. That was episode eight. Sin had a baby. You look, that was Lavelle. You know, this is also funny listening back to the beginning of when Lavelle um, started being on the show, which I think he started in the earlier episodes but he you know he's still not on every episode but you know you got to listen to how that um whole segment kind of grew and then eventually Lavelle got his own theme song and all that so those are like fun things for the people who've been listening to the show and rocking with me the whole time but that story right there man is funny because number 1 that's when Lavelle first got married and they didn't have kids and you know they had these cats and He's naming the cat human names and which is weird, even though he gave his reason, still weird. Um, but now they're expecting a a child and things like that. So it's cool to look back, man, but you you also realize how fast time goes. And it's some people who've listened to every episode. Like multiple people have told me they've heard every episode. I just want to take a moment to appreciate you. You know what I mean? Like, because again. We talking about seeing, having a baby, like meaning when you let something small bad in, how that thing just grows and it's a seed. Um, I think the whole idea is just that small things are seeds, period. So a small thing, like however you came across this show, like, yo, your friend shared a link or you saw me on Facebook or Instagram or you're a friend or family member and you happen to listen one day and now here you find yourself. Like I don't take you for granted, you know what I'm saying. I know that small things can equal big things. I know that relationships are built off of small things, small moments, a quick follow on social media. Those things mean a lot. So, you know, for me, this is why I'm I'm trying to continue to grow and continue to get better at valuing um, every relationship, but small interactions. So, people who DM me about the show or email me about the show every guest that has ever been on the show, things grow. Seeds grow. And that's why, you know, that is why we value a child at the moment of conception. That's why we don't want to abort a baby. You get what I'm saying? Because we understand that a seed can grow. We just want to make sure that we're planting good seeds, you know, because like with Lavelle's story, that small, that cat, that small seed, came with some other things behind it. And it's something, too, I haven't said on the show, but I've had a couple people reach out to me and actually donate. And you know who you are. Look, I really appreciate the people who donated to the show. It's not something I've never asked for. I don't think I've ever asked for donations at all. Like, the people who reached out didn't even know how to donate. And I had to give them my PayPal um, and my Cash App, and they kind of made the decision to donate from there. And um, I just want to appreciate you because, like, people don't realize, like, that says a lot. You know what I mean? And, and, and I use the funds for the show. You know, it's not like I'm going to get J's with, you know, with the money. But it, it's cool when people want to donate, even if you're not asking for it. So I just want to say thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank um, you. But yeah, man, Sin had a baby. We have to be mindful of the small things we're doing. Every small interaction you have in life, like the Bible talks about, your life is but a vapor. And so every small interaction counts. And if I can encourage anybody, it's like you got to get to a point in your life where you're not just waking up and wasting days, minutes, hours. Like some of us just waste days. You just wake up like, I ain't saying if it's a rest day, like rest is earned, in my opinion. So if you worked six days and rest on the seventh, that ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who waking up tomorrow and know they don't know what they got. Like, they don't even care if they have a plan or a purpose for their whole life. Our life is so valuable. You can't waste your time listening to things or watching things that don't push you towards your purpose. I mean, you can. That's your choice. But I'm a person that wants to, as much as I can, surround myself with people, things, places, and environment that's conducive to my purpose. Everything around me should be empowering me to move forward in the purpose that God has called me to in my life. Woo! Episode eight. You got to go listen to that for yourself. You know how to find a podcast, right? Because you're listening to it right now. If you didn't know, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on um, Google Podcasts. I believe Amazon, Amazon P- Podcasts like emailed me or something the other day and it was weird. It's, it's like a big thing if you Google it. Like, I don't know. I guess it was supposed to be confidential and it got out. Anyway, if Amazon has podcasts, then we'll be on there too. But um, iHeartRadio. And you can always go to inspireguyspeople.com, and then there's a drop down box on there and you can select it and go to podcasts those are all the ways you can find me. And on Instagram, I'm Mr. Bellwether. Mr. M-R. Then there's an underscore. And Bellwether is just B-E-L-L-W-E-T-H-E-R. Mr. Bellwether. Let's jump into another show, man. As I become more successful, I get busier. And I used to think, like, oh, once I get to this point, or if I could just do this, Then life is going to be easy. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to chill. I think that's how we look at things a lot of times. We think that life is just going to get to this super easy point and there's going to be, oh, I make a lot of money and oh, I'm rich and oh, this, this, and this. And oh, I have the perfect life and everything's easy. That's not realistic. I'm learning that, like, man, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with this stuff, you know? And I never talk a lot about my corporate job on the show. Um, There are some things I talk about, I guess, in theory, but I don't really, you know, bore y'all with all that stuff. But, you know, I'm somewhat of a negotiator. I build new business partnerships and I negotiate the agreements. That is kind of the short version of what I do. I develop new business partnerships. Now, that is a very vague description of my corporate role, but. It's really none of your business, you know what I'm saying? Can I have a little bit of privacy? you know what I'm saying? y'all already getting all the information and the inspiration. can I have something to myself anyway, I do enjoy my job. I work with great people um and it's pretty cool, and it actually sharpens a lot of my skills um for things like this show and just being an entrepreneur in general. It's kind of like being paid to go to school is the way I see it, but even in my corporate role you know, success comes with some challenges because with every opportunity that you get, every new promotion, you know, you take on bigger responsibilities. And one of the things that I've learned through the years is that, look, some of these roles can really take your life in a sense. A lot of people that are CEOs and vice presidents, those people are traveling for months at a time. I've talked to executives that are like, yeah, I haven't been home in three months because." Every day I'm headed somewhere else because you're an asset to a company. And so, again, I know successful people problems. I know some people don't want to hear it. But if you're not already there, you know, we're going down this path together. I'm trying to prepare you for what's to come so you don't have all these unrealistic expectations about how great life is going to be. I've talked to plenty of successful people who still have issues. They just are different issues. It's like, man. I miss my kids, but I've been traveling and things like that. And so these are the realistic things that are out there that we have to wrap our mind around and try to balance out. And I know that a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show. And I will also share that because I'm not one of those people that believe that you just have to leave your day job, you know, from day one. I think having a job um, with benefits and making some money and things like that can actually help your entrepreneurial. Um, Aspirations, but listen, I'm not saying you have to do it my way. Um, I'm not saying that I'll always do it the way that I'm doing it now, but I'm just learning as I go and I'm trying to share that with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Can I share a little something with you? With you, with you, with you. With you. With All right, let's you. keep it moving. With with this you. show is something that I didn't really anticipate being what it is. When I first started the show, I kind of told Tiff, like, hey, this is what I'm feeling led to do, blah blah. We'll try it for 12 weeks and see what happened. That was my original goal. And I could tell you really by about the second or third week, I already knew like, man, this is really a thing. And as great as that is, as as thankful as I am for this show and this opportunity, it's a huge responsibility. And, you know, it's something new that I have to fit into my busy Lifestyle, lifestyle. Life- Yo, and here we are. I'm still fitting this show in. That was from episode nine, entitled Successful People Problems. But yeah, here we are at episode, episode, I can talk, 88. And it's dope, man, because I'll tell you a couple things. Like, you know, in that show, I was really, you know, trying to point out the fact that we look at success as a fantasy, because that's what we do with the future. We try to look into the future, and then we get real fake. And act like, oh, the future is going to be perfect. And even when you have goals and you're successful, life is still life. So you have to be able to navigate the challenges and the hurdles and the things that come up. And so, you know, I talked about like my job and those things that as I was getting promotions and working in a corporate world, that every time I got a promotion, every time I took on a new challenge or a new role, That might have came with a lot of benefits, but it also came with a lot more responsibility. Like there was a lot more, um, I was doing a higher level of business. So the stakes were higher. Um, So a lot more exposure also means a lot more accountability. So as more people see you and know you, then the more they expect of you. And so good things come with responsibility. And that's not a bad thing, but those are some of the problems that you know, success brings. And I say problems more so metaphorically, not that it's literally a problem, but it's just one of those things that you have to be aware of. Now, ironically, because this was episode nine and we had episode 88. So this was almost two years ago. I've been promoted since then. So it's even funny to hear me, you know, talk about, you know, the role I was doing back then and look at now, like, Listen, I'm so much more busy on episode 88 than I was on episode 9. You literally have no idea. Like, it's insane how busy I am. And, you know, I like that I talked about the podcast, too. And even the the more successful that the show becomes, it it's a responsibility. Meaning, like, you know, I can't, I, I don't have time to waste. My time, I have to be efficient. I have to make sure I have guests lined up weeks in advance for interviews, which I do now. I have um, two guests, you know, sometime this month that I'm working on having. And so, but that's on top of having a a more, um, a higher exposure uh, corporate role and doing bigger business and bigger deals. And so my whole point is that as you strive for success, manage the expectations that you have even for yourself. Don't just tell yourself it's going to get easy because you make more money or you have more responsibility or a bigger job title, but be honest and say, you know what? It's going to require a better version of me. Like I genuinely believe I'm a better version of me on episode 88 than I was on episode nine. And I expect to be a better me on episode 150. Like I expect that out of myself, like get better. By epi- if you want me to be honest, by episode 100, I expect to be a better version of Jermaine than I am today. That's only 12 weeks, bro. But I literally expect that in by 12 weeks, because I'm constantly working my purpose. I need to be better. That's just what it. That's the requirements for where I'm going. All right, let's get in one more of these. I don't know where I'm gonna go yet. Let's find one more episode that's worth sharing, and we are gonna rock it up.
1: Just to be close to you. The what? what? Is my desire. First of
0: all, Man, would you? Is is that a gospel or R and B song? First of all, Fred Hammond, man. Man, don't come here singing no gospel songs to my being close to somebody. Your wife ain't in this studio right now. I wasn't talking about you. I know you weren't talking about me, but I'm just saying. I was talking about Jesus. Listen, man. Yes, I was talking about the Lord. You know what? You about to get kicked out. This is gonna be the quickest time you ever got kicked out (laughs) in your life. (laughs) What up, man? What's up, my
1: brother? Man, I'm telling you, man, I have really been enjoying the show, man. Especially like the parts that you're not in. Like, it's awesome. Like, you know what? Just
0: hearing like the vocals, like your brother and you know, right when I was about to say thank you. Right when I was about to say thank you. First of all, you come in here with this churchy song Mm -hmm. about being close to the Lord. Yes, yeah. And I didn't know if it was gospel or R and (laughs) B. I didn't know what was going on. (laughs) Um, I don't know if if you, if,
1: it, if it was R and B, I was gonna
0: make it churchy done. You and your wife go to the show every other week. Y'all have more <laughs> dates than anybody I know, man. Y'all always on a date. Goodness, dude. What's this up, man? What's awesome.
1: going on? The uh, the cable people had to go to my mother's house to do something. She had to work, so I was off. So I went to her house, and while the guy was fixing the cable, um, she had this little stand that she wanted me to put together. This little uh, rack, or rack or whatever. So I opened it up, and it was very. It was a very simple. Looking rat, right? I was like, oh, cool. Okay. There wasn't that many parts to it, a little bit. So I opened it up and I started putting it together. Now I'm doing it good, man. Oh man, it's looking good. And I get a little over halfway finished with it and realize, oops, there's supposed to be a shelf in the middle <laughs> there. Wow. So I had to take it all the way back apart, and you know what I had to do? What's that? I had to pull out the direction. Wow. The instruction, right? So as I was sitting there looking at the instructions, I was like, wow, if I had these in the first place, I wouldn't have made this mistake. and had to redo this over again, right? Very simple. But there was one little thing in the middle that I forgot to do because I did not look at the instructions. So as I was doing that, I thought to myself, wow, God has given us an instruction manual. And most times, we try to do our life without the instruction, man. The
0: conversation. Yes, sir. My brother. Well, I want to go back to the beginning of it. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Did you say it looked simple? Oh, definitely. That's what's interesting to me. Yeah. Because a lot of times, we overestimate our abilities. Mm. By looking at things and thinking like, "Oh, I don't need God for this. Like, I'm mm. good. I don't need the instructions for this one. Like, I, I got this one figured out." But when you get into the work, ah, and here's the thing: this is what you actually thought you did it right. You were all <laughs> the way finished uh-huh. and thought like, "Oh, I'm killing this. I'm doing my thing out here." And by the time you were done, you realized. That I got to now go back and start over and do this all over again. And I'm going to tell you, one of the toughest things to do in life is to have to start over. Mm -hmm. Every time that I've messed up in life, like a major mistake, Mm -hmm. there's some type of transition and moment of going back to the basics and starting over. And one of the things that is so frustrating about that is the time you lost mm-hmm. when you did it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You can never get that mm-hmm. time back, bro. You can I get it back. It's gone
1: forever. And that's how it was with me. While the guy was working on the cable, I thought I was going to put this thing together. You realize he left?
0: And I still was working on it. This guy fixed cable faster <laughs> than you can create a little shelf.
1: Exactly. I mean, this guy was like, he went out on the back pole and all of that. But like you said, because I didn't follow the instruction, didn't even look at them, I made a decision that I could do it because I looked on the box and the way they had it on the box, it looked, oh, that's super simple.
0: And I can do it. I don't need the instruction. I can just do it. You know what? Sometimes it's like we got to stop looking at the pictures on the box. Mm. And to me, the pictures on the box can be anything. It could be. TV, media, other people's lives, Uh, right? You can -hmm. can be looking at something because here's the thing about the picture on the box. It doesn't give you any perspective. Right. It's just a snapshot without any real detail. And it's at one angle. And a lot of times when we're looking at other people's lives Mm -hmm. in particular, Mm -hmm. you're looking at their life at a certain moment in time, from a certain point of view. It's their best day. They just got their check. Those shoes (laughs) new. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times when we see people, we don't really know them. Mm -hmm. We don't know their flaws. We don't know how they really are when they let their guard down. But we are comparing ourselves to people in a moment Mm -hmm. without the perspective of who they really are. And not to even say that they're not a great person. But we should always be striving to be the best version of who God created us to be not the best version of who he created someone else. And guys, people, that was our final trip down memory lane today. And that was from episode 10. Be the best you. Look, Lavelle says something in the beginning of that little excerpt, that story right there, where he talked about, like, we try to do it without God. And I want y'all to really think about everything that's going on in the world today. The biggest mistake we could make, is to think that we could solve sin problems without God. And I'm telling you, I'm seeing a lot of believers, and I'm praying for y'all because I'm seeing a lot of believers fall to false doctrine right now. I guess because in their mind, they're telling themselves, yo, no, we can't. I got to do this when God can't do it. And I'm telling you, man, I am just want to be all the way real with y'all like, If we're depending on ourselves to get ourselves out of something without the grace and help of God, oh, no, I don't want no part of that. I don't want no part of that. You you just like the people at the Tower of Babel, and they were having success. I can talk. They were having success. But when God want to scramble something up, it's a wrap. I never want to be on the opposite end of God. And, you know, I hope that encourages somebody for real, man. Don't do it without God. But be the best you. Don't look at everyone else. Do it with God. Like, ask the Lord, what have you called me to do? And look, I'm telling y'all, it's like lotion, baby. This whole show, if you don't take nothing else from today, and that trip down memory lane, I want you to realize this show is like lotion. It ain't no good if you don't apply it. The reason I want to revisit some of these topics is because, look, you wore lotion yesterday and you needed lotion again today. You brushed your teeth yesterday, you need to brush your teeth again today. This show, man, and the information that I'm giving out and and that um, I'm sharing with you guys, it's not just a one-time thing like, ah, this was a good week, ah, cool, whatever. Like, these, I'm I'm being real with y'all. Like, I, I genuinely believe that people are going to come to me one day and they're going to like, you know how you go to people and you like, how did you do it? Or share me your secret. And I'm going to tell y'all, oh, I gave you the same playbook I was running. I shared the secret from the start. <laughs> the secret is there is no secret. It's here. Inspire guys, people to podcast. It, like, this is the playbook I'm giving. But you gotta, you gotta rock it like lotion. Number one, you have to apply it. But number two, you have to apply it daily. Like the, these are strategies, these are um, you know, philosophies and principles that you need to revisit. And they're biblical principles, biblical in nature. Everything that we talk about on this show, by the grace of God, we strive for it to be biblical. And so I'm telling you, man, if you want to change in your life, You know, we talked about everything from purpose to why do you start something, Um, you know, success and some of the challenges success brings. These are real things, man. And I really want y'all to like ask yourselves for your own life. Like, all right, like put yourself in each of these situations, seeing had a baby, put yourself in that situation where it's like, what are the small things, good or bad that I'm overlooking? The small seeds that I'm planting. And not preparing for the harvest. Like not preparing to reap what I sow. What am I sowing? Because if I'm going to reap from this, I need to know what I'm sowing. Everything matters, bro. It's like lotion, though. You got to apply this stuff. This show means nothing if you just listen to it and you don't apply it. But to the people who are applying, and I know y'all out there, because y'all hit me up for charts. Y'all email, like, we. it's nothing. I know it's happening. But if you're not, it's not too late to start taking this more seriously. It's not too late to be like, no, inspire God's people. All right, I listen to them other podcasts. Maybe you want to laugh. Maybe you want to joke around. That's cool. We're going to laugh a little bit and joke here. But we're going to reach our purpose while we do it. We are going to reach our goals in Christ Jesus while we laugh, while we joke, while we listen to a little music. It's all about inspiring God's people, man. And I hope that that's more evident than ever right now. Right now. Right now.
1: Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right
0: now. 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 God's people, thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoy what you heard, please do stop over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, subscribe to the show. You can just even Google Inspire God's People and enjoy every show all the way back to our first episode. And please do not forget to tell a friend. We love you. Inspire God's People you looking for me i be in my own world create for the creator when i'm in my own world i serve below the surface it's layers to my purpose inspire guys, people when i'm in my own world look in the sky ain't no stars in it the art is all natural and authentic rivers of love swimming for us we can't drown if we fall in it If you looking for me, I'll be in my own world Create for the creator when I'm in my own world I serve below the surface, it's layers to my purpose Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world